0: How many people in here have debt? Raise your hand, please. How many people know exactly how much debt they have down to the penny? So we had $114,151.28 of debt when we got married.
1: Yes, yes, this is back, we got married 2016, and we started our journey in January of 2017 of trying to pay off our debt. That's our daughter there. <laughs> Go
0: ahead. I got distracted, I'm sorry. So, When we got married, we sat down, we put our finances together, and it was uh, 2017, and I said, babe, we got all of this debt, I want to pay this off, and
1: Janoka said, absolutely not. Not. Because I felt like I'm a mental therapist, so I work in the field where after 10 years your debt is paid off. I was like, why are we rushing? We're paying our bills, we're going to have debt like everyone else. Like, What's the point of paying it off? So Basically. our New Year's resolution came around,
0: and the goal was to travel more. She said she wanted to travel more. Yep. And who here has New Year's resolution to travel more this year? Like, you want, you want to get out, you want to be in the streets, you want Still. to be traveling. <laughs> and I said, my goal is to save and invest more. So as a married couple, we were like, we got to figure this out. This is our first year of marriage. And we, we've been married seven years now, so we made it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Give us a round of applause. <laughs> But I said, babe, we got to figure this out together because you want to travel more and I want to save and invest more.
1: We started, what we did was we side hustle. We raised our income um, by side hustling to watching dogs, working at a gym, working at a private practice, doing surveys and starting our cleaning business. That is how we side hustled to pay off this debt and we paid it off within 23 months.
0: Yes, yes, yes. 23 months. So we were able to pay off $114,151 in 23 months by side hustling. And one of those side hustles that we started back in 2017 Mm -hmm. was our cleaning business. Now you may ask, why the heck are you guys up here talking about a cleaning business? Because it's changed our lives and it's changed thousands of our students' lives as well. So before we even got to that part, I had another idea. I said, in order to grow our income as fast as possible, we had to start a business. And I said, this cleaning business is something that we could use to pay off this debt and she said absolutely
1: not (laughs) he brings a lot of ideas he has a lot of ideas and I usually shut it down until he brings more information that's just how we kind of operate so Mm -hmm. he brought the idea and I'm like we had never started a business we have never spoken about a business at the time so I was anti doing it at that time and he came back three months later with more information i would say a preliminary business plan not necessarily but more information of how we can make it work without cleaning any homes and we went live no thanksgiving 2017 and got our first client black friday 2017. so right away we got someone in the door one of the things we did once we sat down and we created
0: this this quote unquote business plan i said babe we could do this without cleaning any houses and i said here's how we could do this so we work with independent contractors aka cleaning partners And these are people who are already established in the business, meaning they already have cleaning supplies. They already are in the industry. They've been cleaning for years, but their biggest challenge is finding people so that they can go and clean houses. A lot of them work off of word of mouth. I said, babe, we're gonna work with people that are already established. We're gonna market the business and pretty similar
1: to, what would you say? Yeah, this is not anything new. This is essentially the Uber, the Lyft, the Airbnb of cleaning. Uber doesn't own any cars, Airbnb doesn't own any homes, so on and so forth, but we are the middleman, as as Andre just spoke about. We are the middleman, and we connect the contractor to the client, and that's how we do it. We take a percentage, and everybody leaves happy.
0: For my guys in here, how many people have sat in a barbershop on a Saturday or a Friday all evening (laughs) waiting to get your hair cut? Because I know I have, right? So for you guys, raise your hand. Or
1: even ladies, I mean... Coming up in New York, I, I, I go to the Dominican salon, I'm in there all day. So I don't know if anybody experiences that as well, like not being able to book the person online and mm-hmm. you just have to sit and wait, basically. So like Andre, like Mr. Andre Hatchett just said, middleman man, you way to millions.
0: So a lot of these local service businesses, people who are doing lawn care, um, people who do carpet cleaning, people like uh, barbers, um, what else? Nails, Nails. Yeah, anything. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them don't have online platforms. Their biggest challenge is finding people that can actually come find them. So we said, if we find these people, like my lawn guy, right? I have to text my lawn guy, hey, are you showing up? I have to call my lawn guy, are you still on the way? After he leaves, I have to say, hey, can I sell you or PayPal you? He leaves a physical invoice on my door after he mows my lawn. And I'm like, there's gotta be a better way. So we moved down to Dallas. We had to find, we had to call people, we had to text them to get our home clean. And we said, if there's a way to come into this industry where we provide technology, there will be tons of people lined up to
1: work with us. So that's exactly what we do. Our clients book us online without having to speak to us. They can pick up the phone and call, but all of our services are online so they can see you wanna deep clean how big your home is, how much they're gonna pay, and we charge them online as well. So that's how we kind of stand out from the competition. Because I know a few of you may be saying, well, there's tons of cleaning business. There's not tons that you can book them online. There's not tons that, you know, you get an email reminding you that they're coming. Usually you have to text and say, are you available on Saturday 8 to 10 a.m.? So that is what we provide of that quicker system to allow people to just book. Don't worry, we'll show up and get the job done. So we had
0: provided, when we look back on our journey, we are literally able to document five keys that we use to start our business and we're gonna dive into that now. And that's what we call the clean method. Even though we don't clean any houses, we call it the clean method. So the C in clean stands for clarity because when we first started, we had to have a why. Why the heck do you want to keep this business going after five years? Why do you even want to keep this business going when things get tough? Mm-hmm. So when we started our debt-free journey, as well as the cleaning business journey, our why was to pay off $114,000 of debt. And that why was on our fridge every single day. So we walking out, go to my nine to five. I see the why. I come back from my nine to five. I see the why. I go to bed. I want to eat some food before bed. I see the why. So it was posted where we could see it every single day. So before you guys leave here, make sure you have your clarity. Make sure you have your why because we know that you're getting a ton of income streams, a ton of ideas. Like Andre said, three to five steps. And that was one of our first steps, finding our why, which is the C in clarity.
1: So legalizing your business I know that you can get started on a business without having a business entity, without having an LLC or S-Corp. However, to stand out, to continue to grow, legalize your business. So we speak about that. What What does that mean to you? Getting a business account, keeping your money separate. That's important as well. So many times we see that the book's all messed up, right? Legalize that business, get your business account, stand out so that you are a business and you can continue to grow and scale.
0: Yeah, when we hired our first accountant, she was like, all right, I understand that you guys are new entrepreneurs, you guys are new business owners, but she's like, what the heck are you guys doing with your books? We were following Profit First. How many of you guys heard of Profit First? If you have not heard of Profit First, this is a simple way for us to manage our books, meaning our money was separate. So our business money was not touching our personal finance money. When the tax season came around, and we learned about taxes today and and, uh, this whole weekend, when the tax man came, our uncle, uncle Sam came, we were able to pay our taxes with no problem. So we're using the profit first model. So legalizing your business, establishing your brand. So Janoka said, you guys may think there are a ton of local service businesses out there. You go and Google lawn care, you go and Google cleaning. But if you realize a lot of these businesses that have a website, they don't have a way for you to book them online. They don't have a way for you to pay them online. They don't have a scheduling system. They don't have any sort of online digital footprint. So we tell our students is that you're gonna, first thing you're going to do is establish your brand. We want to make sure a lot of us are going to think about, oh, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to worry about my logo. <laughs> I'm going to worry about my colors. I'm going to worry about my name.
1: We don't care about any of that because yes. your brand will take care of everything. No one is, I guess it depends on your business, but more than likely, no one is booking your brand because your colors are pretty. Okay? Don't spend so much time. We always say 24 hours on something. 24 hours on something, so 24 hours on the logo, 24 hours on the colors I want to use. And that is something that we were battling, we were having our family choose what the name should be, what the colors should be, but looking back, no one is booking my cleaning service because I got a blue or a red. So just keep that in mind with whatever branding that you're doing, try not to take too much time on that because that's usually how we procrastinate with moving forward and growing our business. And we say one
0: cleaner can change your life. One of our our earlier cleaners, she made our cleaning business over a quarter million dollars working with us. Mm -hmm. Just one of them. And we've had over 50 people work with us over the course of these five years. So we say one cleaning partner can absolutely change your life. Mm -hmm. Now finding that person is going to be the hard (laughs) part. But once you find that person, you establish that relationship, it should be smooth sailing from there. Mm -hmm. So last but not least, nurturing and acquiring customers. So again, this goes back to establishing your brand. So when we're finding our customers, we're not doing door-to-door, we're not handing out business cards, we're not handing out flyers. Our clients are finding us online because we're establishing our brand. So And the brand doesn't mean your your, your color, your logo, no. Our brand is established on many websites. So we're located on Google.com, we're located on Thumbtack, we're located on Yelp. We're located on Nextdoor, Angie's List. So anywhere that you're looking for a local service business, our name is there. So we don't have to go out and actively acquire new customers because they are
1: always finding us. And then nurturing those relationships are just as important as well. Treating them as human beings and treating them how they should be keeps them around working with us. So that is our clean method that we utilize and we share to our students of how you can get your cleaning business up and running. But we also want to mention another reason why we got into this, aside from paying off debt, is because it's a low cost startup. It's a low cost startup. We're not doing any of the cleaning, so we don't need supplies. The startup is about $1,500 to get your business up and running. Many businesses, especially nowadays, you can find things like that. But this is a low cost startup and a business that will always be needed. During COVID, our numbers did drop, but people still wanted to clean. Cleaning businesses will always be needed. Service-based businesses will always be needed. So So Janoka
0: just said, you don't need your own supplies. You don't need your own contractors, low cost startup. And another one was that we can work from anywhere. We can work from anywhere. After we paid off that that $100,000 of debt, The first thing we did was go to what? Maldives. Yep. Maldives (laughs) and Dubai. She had us traveling all across the world. We were just in St. Lucia for two weeks. So our cleaning business continues to run. We've had 65 cleanings this week. We've been in Dallas. We've been in Atlanta this whole weekend. We had eight team cleanings this weekend. We've been here with you guys the entire weekend. Mm -hmm. So our business can be ran from absolutely anywhere. So we're able to travel, we're able to enjoy time with our daughter, enjoy time with our family, but most importantly, share the information with people like you so that you can learn the industry as well. So work from anywhere was another big one for us.
1: Right, it's not a sexy business, but it's a lucrative business. So the non-sexy businesses make money too. (laughs) Like Andre said, mobile notary is not sexy, but it makes money. Yeah,
0: anything else you had? So the last thing I did want to go over before we wrapped up. So when we started this conference, Julian had 50 wealth building um, notes up there. And he said some uh, some we had and some we had to get. So he mentioned number one was owner-occupied multifamily. And I'm saying this because these are things that we have done since paying off our debt, building our legacy for our brand new daughter as well. Additional investment properties. We now invest in real estate. We have multiple real estate properties. Active income. We both made six figures at our nine to fives. I literally just left my job a year ago last month. So I've been a full-time entrepreneur for one year in the entrepreneurship space for a full five years now. <laughs> so semi-passive income was number four. So again, real estate, we have a digital product, um, stocks, bonds, we actively invest, and then in passive income, our cleaning business. So those are five things that he mentioned that we are able to check off when you're talking about building wealth. And we're talking about the generational wealth conference. These are things we are actively doing and have done. So again, after we paid off debt, number 14 was build an emergency fund. We paid off the debt and we said the first thing we're going to do is build a six-month emergency fund, right? And then a living trust. Now that we have a daughter, we started talking about, all right, how are we going to invest our assets so that when we do pass, because we're all going to die someday, right? Let's, Let's keep it real. I know... In our community, we don't like to talk about these things. I know when I go back and talk to my mom about life insurance, the conversation gets real awkward. So we have a living trust as well. We literally created a donor advised fund last year to donate to our, one of my best friends passed from sickle, cell. To, from sickle cell. And we were able to donate from our donor advised fund into his fund as well. And the last but not least, I definitely want to bring up our daughter because <laughs> I'm you excited to be here with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and along with my wife. And this is our first time on stage and our first time with our baby girl, so I definitely want to bring her up here.
1: <laughs>
0: I can grab her.
1: Uh, but if you guys um, want additional information, we will, sorry? You uh, got yeah. some notes? Yeah, I got a little something else. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we gonna take our time too. No. <laughs> um, but also, if you want additional information, we're also gonna be in the vendor area to, to spread some more. And 18,
0: 19, 20, or 21, he said, having an estate plan and a will. For things that are, you want to wave at the people? <laughs> for things that are not in the living trust. Again, when we started becoming millionaires, we were like, how are we going to? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> when we became millionaires, we said, how are we going to create this generational wealth? <laughs> Cash value, life insurance, and making our children employees. These are all things we're doing after we became millionaires, after we got out of debt. And I want you guys to take this knowledge that you're getting here seriously because we didn't have this knowledge when we first started. Now that we do, we are implementing every single thing that we learned. Three to five steps is what Dre said, and we truly believe it could change your life. So I think that's our time here. Yes, thank you so much.